0: You are, you are now tuned, tuned into, into the wake the flock of network. network One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs>
1: Check out the Pentagon L.A., a brand new retail space and recording studio in Glendale, California, bringing art, music, and culture to L.A. Whether you in-store or online, look out for the hottest trends in artist merchandise, dope new art from local artists and photographers, and watch out for events and pop-ups from your favorite brands and artists. Follow us at the Pentagon L.A. or visit thepentagonla.com.
0: <laughs>
2: Yo, this is Tech9 on wake the
0: flock up. Uh, so hurry up and do it. Wake the flock up. Tech9 baby. Wake think? the flock up. Immortal technique. You don't know what it is, baby. Bang, bang. Yo, this is this is De-Spawn. I'm chilling with my man Concept, and this is Wake the Flock Up. Yo,
3: what's the deal? It's yours, truly, the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeff. Checking out Wake the Flock Up. You're the reason why I do what I do, and I started a list a long time ago uh-huh. with all the artists I've ever wanted to interview. I know your list. I you follow know, okay, you. Okay, okay. I read
0: all your tweets. I appreciate yes, you, doing you doing that. Yes. You said this was your mission. It was my mission come here, Absolutely. and if you didn't get this interview,
3: my wife won't let me go home, swear So you got to okay. give
0: me ten minutes of your and, time and on And if it wasn't bro. for your wife, yes, because I know. She's a beautiful woman Yes she is Who we'll keeps that household together that's right So I want to make sure She got a beautiful man To come that, that's gonna
3: come Oh home bro to her, man. Thank you so
4: much What up Appreciate man you. Any questions What you got Listen oh, You're out of
3: your mind No 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 you're no, no, no no, no, no no
4: no 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 Okay huh, I don't believe they let you I guess run about With the little recorder <laughs> Saying these fucking Horrible things to people people
3: <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Concept And today we got a very special episode Live from the Los Angeles School of Film We were invited out to the uh, media release, I guess A little sneak peek for the media, I believe For, for DJ FN's new movie, Coming Home, Colombia This is the fifth film in this um in this series that he has Where he visits uh, different countries around the world I mean, we're talking like South Korea, Colombia, obviously, you know So he travels around the world and he sees what indie hip-hop, what underground, what, what non-mainstream hip-hop, how it affects, he talks to the people, how it affects the, the culture around it and everywhere, everywhere that it's created. This one was very cool. I was very excited to meet DJ EFN, of course, um, from the Drink Champs. That were, that's where you guys would know him, and legendary mixtapes and beats and all that stuff. So um, getting to meet him, he is the example of what I would like to be one day and the kind of people that I would want to work with and work for in the future, building something dope. He understands the kind of media that, uh, that you know, Wake the flock of me and myself, I've been trying to push for years now, and he's a perfect representation of how it can work, just for the love of hip-hop, you know what I mean? Um, pushing... Um, pushing the artists to the next level, pushing the culture to the next level by presenting other outlets and and other uh, scenes where it's loved just as much, even more in some places in the United States. So you guys, check out this episode. So what you're going to hear now, Is a, is a one-on-one conversation that I managed to have with DJ, uh, DJ FN at the, uh, at the backstage area. You know, the little VIP. You know how we do, baby? Pop bottles and shit. <laughs> no, no, no. But it was, uh, it was very dope with him. He didn't have to do that, but he did. And I could tell just meeting him, he was a genuine dude. And I hope to build with him in the future. And uh, like I said, he's a, he's a perfect sample of what, uh, what hip-hop media should and could be. So that's what the wake the flock up strides for. So um, DJ EFN is in the lead of that, and uh, you know thank God for that. So you guys make sure you stick around after the um, after the interview with me and him. Then what you're gonna hear is gonna be the Q and A section. It's about 45 minutes strong. I did the best I could with the audio, but it came out pretty good. It came out pretty decent. You guys go ahead and check out the movie Coming Home, Columbia. DJ EFN wake the flock up. Another one in the books. Peace.
1: Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Everybody, wake the fuck up! From the city to the suburbs, every street, every curb, you can block what you heart That's the cure. Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Everybody, wake the fuck up! From the city to the suburbs, every street, every curb, you can block what your heart That's the cure. Wake the fuck. Up
5: If you want a beer, grab one right there. Yeah.
3: Free beer. Can't beat that. Yeah. Three, two, welcome back to the show. You're now listening to Wake the Flock Up with concept 714 and i'm sitting here with the man of the hour efn is in the house
5: what's good what's good how man how are you man i'm good man thank you for having me man
3: thank you for uh, allowing me to bug you back here i know you got to be super busy you got many other things you got you definitely probably, not
5: bugging me man you probably
3: want to do then hang out with i'm
5: you. here to hang out with you bro that's what's up yeah. see i like that i appreciate yeah, it yeah, shout
3: out uh shout out to everybody watching us instagram damn that shirt is amazing <laughs> yeah
5: i love that that's a true dream champ shirt <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about a little bit. She has about wardrobe changes. I've noticed this today. She just keeps changing clothes. Yeah, it's like the her third one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about the uh, what led up to the series of the movies right, that you got right. going on. Sure. What is this is like your th- this is the third one? This is the fifth one. The fifth one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm way behind. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about why it's okay. important to kind of uh, point out the 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 areas of hip hop that don't have the the light
5: the limelight. Okay. For sure. I mean, uh, the series started in 2012. I traveled to Cuba as a Cuban American. I had never been to Cuba. I wanted to go see Cuba. Uh, as close as possible as my parents last left it you know and um, and while I was going it, this was strictly an amateur trip yeah. and I just when I went there I wanted to connect with the hip hop cats out there and just like you know just go and film it really amateur put together a film just for my friends and family was this your baby yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So it's,
3: it's your, your idea you you put it all together
5: yeah yeah the first film i did it with my one of my mcs that i managed and put out through my label garcia uh but yeah this is this is my conceptually i put this together um it, it's my idea he helped me put to the, the first couple together and i've been directing and producing all the rest ever since
3: why was it so important for you or what was it about the first time that made you want to do it four more times
5: well, when we, like I said, it was an amateur thing that we didn't. It wasn't really something that we were doing for mass consumption. Yeah. It was something that we were doing for self. Mm-hmm. And when I, I screened the film in Miami, and I just said, man, maybe my family might think it's cool. My friends might think it's cool. Maybe if you're Latino, you might think it's cool. But when I saw people that were weren't Cuban or weren't Latino, were like, man, this is dope. You make me want to go back to my family's, you know, original, mm-hmm. you know, homeland where we come from, our ancestry. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, you know. Uh, well, you know, why can't we have something like Anthony Bourdain in hip hop you know rest in peace to Anthony Bourdain dude oh, oh, just watching him I, I
3: always envied him because first he's the coolest dude in the world
5: absolutely just man. like the
3: coolest dude and then second he has the best job that I've ever best seen job right and, and it speaks to the stuff that we don't talk about in hip hop yeah right so uh, recently I read an article and it said that hip hop was the number one genre of music in the world and it took it a while to get there, right. right? But it influences more people than any other type of music yeah. in the world. But yet, it does. It only shines on specific angles of hip hop. Like we only get to see hip hop in certain lights, right? Right. We don't get to see the Russians, b boys, or right. the, the Dominican uh, MCs, yeah. or the Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? We don't get to see those, right? right? So having a series of this type of movies come out, I, I'm yeah. all I'm all for it. I applaud right. it. Let me talk about a little bit uh, uh, you uh, your nationality.
5: Mm-hmm. That's how you say you're Cuban. I'm Cuban, yeah. Yeah, Born here in LA. Born here in LA. To to Cuban parents that came here after the revolution Mm -hmm. to escape uh, communist Cuba. And then I moved to Miami at a young age, and I was raised in Miami. But I come, I still have family here in LA, so I'm like back and forth. So I feel just as much LA as Miami, you know.
3: Yeah, Miami and LA are, uh, are are kind of specialties, right? Because yeah. it's a lot of urban. C-
5: I say it all the time, like New York, I could never adjust to New York, right? But LA and Miami, there's similarities. The only thing we don't have hills and mountains in in, in Miami, which I miss, you know. Or, yeah,
3: yeah no doubt. Yeah. That. <laughs> and the Hispanic cultures kind of take over Miami and LA's. And Absolutely. But New York, it's not so much. Not not as no, much, right?
5: Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, they got it, but. <laughs> (laughs) It's just, you know what it is that... Um, the landscape here Lends itself more To the countries That the Hispanics That are there The Latinos oh, are there the Come sun. from So you know like yeah, Mexicans no or, or Central Americans <laughs> California is not far From the way that looks yeah, You know yeah. Miami is not far From the way Cuba well, Or DR or Puerto Rico looks You know
3: Yeah you drive down The five bro It looks like TJ Right but you when what you what go to, to New
5: York It doesn't feel like Puerto Rico or Cuba right, Or right. any Nicaragua You or would or never anything mistake we'll yeah, yeah at. it's New York yeah. you know what yeah. But
3: uh, what was it like For you to start Getting involved in hip hop And how did your parents reflect? on that having been like refugees and like you know the old school mentality right. i'm assuming
5: from when it, cuba when it in in aspect to hip-hop yeah doing when, hip-hop? when, it,
3: when it, it started to be a, in a factor in your life what do they say about it
5: um well i was raised mainly by my mother my father wasn't really around that much um in my young years and teenage years and my mother she was at first she, she you know i was a latchkey kid i don't know if you know what a latchkey yeah, kid is. No you know doubt. my mom's yeah. working so i was home alone a lot you know, she was just like Whatever you're into, cool You know, she kind of Tried to support it My mom's kind of artistic So she was like with it She was like the person That would go, you know When they started putting The parental advisory stickers On, on tapes and yeah. CDs You had to take like a parent yeah. So I was like, mom You know, I need you to buy this And it's mad funny Because she's like <laughs> Bought me straight out of Compton Sure She bought me a Two Life Crew album Yeah, yeah And it's mad funny For yeah, this mother yeah. <laughs> to be buying that And I'm like the kid right behind Like, yeah, that's what I want Okay, so when, yeah. when she When you
3: She listened to it I'm, I'm guessing you You listened to it Like on the way home or At there. The home,
5: She's like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, like, "What are you listening?" But my mom was pretty progressive. Okay, what it was is when the rest of the family chimed in. That's when my mom was like, "You can't listen to that. That's crazy. You know, that's not really what we do." You know, and then, but you know, she really never like really fought me on it. She was probably always skeptical of it, but. My mom was really uh, She's artsy So she's like Yo express yourself So she understood it On some yeah. level yeah, But yeah. still
3: had to be, be, be the mom And be like Yo yeah, maybe yeah, not yeah. You know words. the curse
5: words You know the, And it wasn't like <laughs> Uncle Luke right It wasn't like Oh no definitely Was Uncle Luke Oh it was Yeah
3: Cruz Uncle Luke yeah, same, yeah. But you, Okay so it was like The raw oh,
5: like, Hey we want some pussy <laughs> uh, You know fuck the police Like those <laughs> yeah. are those, That's like a lot of the stuff I was listening to With Matt sure. Young and, and she was like It's a little much Yeah you know She was like But you know She kind of just went with it And and, you know, I don't think she thought that it was going to be my life calling. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and as I went on, she, you know, she just rolled with the punches, you know. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, she just, fuck it. Whatever he's going to do, he's going to do, you know. Okay,
3: so what about now, reflective in time?
5: Like my family?
3: Yeah, what are they What are they saying about you actually building, like, an empire for yourself?
5: Well, my mom as for example, like I keep saying, she was really artistic. She just has a lot of respect for the fact that artistically I pursued something and I saw it all the way through. My father, who, like I said, was in and out of my life, he's like a business dude, you know, he's a Vietnam vet, which is why Mm -hmm. I went to Vietnam in the series. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Marine, you know, and all this stuff. And when I talk to him, what I get, because he's like very like stone cold, Mm -hmm. he's very respectful of me consistently and persistently seeing something through on a business level. Mm. You know, and not, and not swaying because it's not an easy business. No. You know, and it's not an easy it's business to, to make a living and carve a living out of. It's right. very difficult. Yeah,
3: absolutely. You know? Especially in the position that, and I'm going to include myself with you, yeah. in, in media because uh, we I think there's a hate-love relationship that hip-hop artists have with the media. Absolutely. And, and yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. right? Because there are some pretty dirty things that media has done. The over media
5: really. constructed the West Coast, oh, East Coast beef. Or to oh, no, give you an,
3: an example, somebody like, Super cool, uh, like Method Man, mm-hmm. right? Who's like, no, bro, like you yeah. know. And I wouldn't blame him, right. right? But where do you think we fit in though, as media? Is it a responsibility to cover it in certain lights, or are we more just like a promotional tool? What do you think?
5: I mean, look, media definitely has its place in in industry and like music business or whatever. Like, without media, you can't get the word out. Now, I think, and I and I don't know you, but I could say from from just hanging like being around you right now the vibe I don't feel that you're media I feel like you're hip hop Yeah, you know and I feel like there's a difference between just straight up journalists and media people doing working for some kind of magazine or blog or or website and that's you know they don't really necessarily care about the culture so Mm. they're not going to be protective of the culture and I'm not saying hide things I'm just saying understanding the culture versus someone who's a part of the culture Mm -hmm. and kind of being able to know how to deliver the message without like you know like truly like embellishing or ruining or like, you know, like exaggerating things. So
3: you guys uh, on, on the drink champion, and let's just talk about that. Yeah. You, you don't, it's not really interviews. It's more like, yo, come hang out with us. We, we, yeah. we can talk about all this stuff. I, what I specialize is specific on one-on-one in, mm-hmm. in-depth interviews. And then my number one peeve that I have is when I see somebody pull out a notebook right, and start asking a red man questions out of this notebook. Right. My frustration is how could you possibly under, know where the interview Is gonna go to Where you're gonna squeeze in Your pre written questions And you don't know enough About Redman To have a 20 minute right, Conversation right, with him. Right, right, right. Like One thing I do promise Is like you're saying I'm very much in the scene Like I love to hear it and, right. and And, and Contribute to it, while I feel media pretty much is like you know a nineteen-year-old blonde chick, and they send her out, and she asks right. you know questions that she has no idea who she's talking yeah, to. Intern, so she doesn't uh, know her level of excitement or her level of respect at all. Yeah. if you're talking to Rakim, you're not going to talk to him, to him this the same. Old
5: guy who's rapper? Like yeah, like you know, That's what I'm saying. There's a big difference <laughs> yeah. between just regular media yeah. or someone who's of the culture, like reporting on the finding culture, finding the niche. I right. think
3: and that's why you're so successful because, again, I'm sitting just with you in a couple minutes and being a fan of watching you is you put people at ease. There's an ease of the conversation where I know yeah. you're not going to gang up on me. Right. You're not here right. to kind of, uh, what do they call it, uh, gotcha journalism yeah, the, type yeah, of shit, yeah, yeah. you know? The gotcha. So, yeah. do you think we should definitely keep a promotional side while reporting news or what do you think the extent of the media should be because I feel hip hop media isn't the same 10 years ago as it is now I mean
5: look media is constantly changing just based off the technology and the way this stuff gets out like it it almost seems like the artists themselves are their own media networks now you know so yeah the media is constantly evolving and changing into different things but I think that if you're a part of the culture and you truly care about the culture you don't even have to call yourself media. You're just like you're just like a like a like a war reporter. You know, like mm. you're in the trenches. Yeah, no doubt. And you're one of them. You yeah. know, it's like when you're like if you notice like the the guys from CNN when they're embedded with the Marines and they're in Iraq. If you notice after a while, those Marines they they they're like this guy's not a reporter. He's one yeah. of us because yeah. he's been in the trenches. Yeah, yeah, And that's what I think is the difference between like a this just like straight media corporate person versus yeah. like someone like you. Uh-huh. You're in the trenches. You know what I'm saying?
3: And, and, and I, I want to you know give a shout out because uh, there wasn't ten years ago. You there couldn't be a chubby little Mexico. Skin, knocking on doors, hey, like, can I interview the guy well, starting I mean, the movie? It couldn't
5: be this white bearded Cuban guy, <laughs> you know, one of the biggest uh, hip hop podcasts, you know? <laughs> and, and, and it's
3: amazing. And, and let's talk about the hip hop podcast before before we have to mm-hmm. take off. Uh, Combat Jack.
5: Right. right? Yeah, uh,
3: rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. To me, Combat Jack was an inspiration because the guy was doing. The same kind of interviews that I was doing. What I mean is in depth, one on one. Yeah, like, no, his, his interviews were amazing. They're, they were dope, yeah. right? Uh, like I said, drink champs isn't that yours. Is more of an entertainment. Yeah, it's, a,
5: it's a conversation. Yeah. Uh, you know, drunk conversation. Like when, at the bar with your friend.
3: When did that? When did you choose that angle for that podcast? I mean we didn't choose it We were
5: doing that Without the cameras Without the mics You know Oh you
3: were just like Hey you know We got a Warren G In here all the time We'll just Put well, the no, mics not up Not necessarily <laughs> With the
5: artist. Um, Me and Nor- Nori Moved to Miami At one point yeah. And he was working Out of my studio For a long time And in our studio It was every week We were drinking Gambling Recording mm. That was our thing And we were mm. like throwing- Drink champs was a term That was just normal to us But besides the drink champs term We ended up Doing a show A weekly show On XM radio Yeah and then after XM merged with Sirius, it was Sirius XM, mm-hmm. And we had a show for like two or three years on their weekly no. show. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you listen to that show, there's actually clips of that show on YouTube. You will see it looks and sounds like Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. We introduce ourselves the same way. Mm-hmm. We drink Tiger Bone on it. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have many guests because we're like in a, a southern area of Miami called Kendall where I'm from. And not many guests made it that way. Like mm-hmm. Maybe Fat Joe came one time. Mm-hmm. Maybe Swiss Beats came one time. Mm-hmm. But rarely a guess The only difference is is that when we decided that we wanted to do the podcast medium, we, um, you know, Nori's like, okay, you know, I want to, we want to make it even more successful and let's try to make it something that's hopefully can, can, you know, bring in some revenue. But we never thought it was going to be this. We didn't, we didn't do this knowing Mm -hmm. it's going to be a phenomenal, Mm -hmm. you know, thing, you know. We just did it we looked in our rolex and i'm a dj he's an mc a legendary mc with yeah. all these you know friends oh well,
3: they don't sell you so short as a no, dj no, i, I, no, look, I <laughs> mean the projects you've put out so, and, I mean. and not even
5: that what this is the thing for me that i always say you know i represent the the unknown guys behind the scenes yeah. i'm the djs the promoters the the culture media guys yeah. All of us behind the scenes that make these guys' careers, mm-hmm. and that's important in this in mm-hmm. the scene. And I represent those guys. Yeah. Sometimes the fans don't care about us, though. Yeah. You know, just like the artists don't care about us. Yeah. But that's who I represent, and I'm very proud of that. You know? and,
3: and, and you should be because uh, I, now you could do so much with so little. Yeah. And and I don't mean to belittle anything you've done, but I'm saying like uh with a couple pair of mics and a will, you can go and record and build Absolutely. yourself an empire. Absolutely. And stuff. Yeah. What do you have in mind for the future for EFN? What do you got? What do you got going on?
5: I mean, th- this coming home series is. Yeah. is, is really Really close to my heart and and expanding the company crazy productions that uh, we're, we're a crew of talented people with producers mcs uh, filmmakers uh, you name it we have it in the crew and we've been we're actually celebrating 25 years of our company <sighs> you know we started in high school Damn, right man. our senior high school yeah so you know it's just continuing the movement um i'm really grateful that i've been able to make a career out of this mm-hmm. you know it's knowing how hard it is to do this
3: it th- thank you because you're one of the cats that i see and i'm like okay it's possible it is possible. Like I could do something with podcasting. Like I'm with it. Like I, I'm gonna stick to it. Cause it's very been very easy to just be like, fuck it, man. Like there's so much work and the recognition you feel you should get or or this you know what I'm saying, just yeah. are not there all the time for me. And and it's frustrating, but I see someone like you and I'm like, yo, he's doing it. And he's doing it his way, his style. Yeah, there's
5: nobody it, telling him what to do. It's it's possible and success sometimes isn't seen like we've had successes that haven't been seen and then Drink Champs is seen mm. you know so then we can shed light on some of the previous stuff we've done but it's very possible man we came you know we're from a, an area in Miami called Kendall it's like a suburb of Miami you know we had no connections to the, to hip hop to the industry and we, we're here today and it's, it's possible for anybody to do it what I would just say is be smart on how you do things and know when to pivot like know when like some people are just stubbornly they stick to something and they're like I'm going to be a superstar. It's so f- oh, like you got to be able to know when you got to shift and move in different ways.
3: It's so it's so funny that you said because I say this on my show all the time is that I tell people is uh let's say for an example you say you're an, you're a rapper. Right. But you never get in the booth you're a rapper but you're never in the cypher you never drop anything are you a rapper right. you're a rapper but you never you have difficulties getting to the studio maybe this is life telling you this is not your direction you're supposed right, to right. but you're like no i'm a rapper i'm a rapper <laughs> and you're stomping your foot and you're like why aren't i getting no props because well, you're not supposed you're supposed to be an artist or whatever else right, right right so what i tell people is be honest with yourself because when you are walking down the path that life yep. has for you life makes it a little easier for you. Don't you think? Like certain things will happen. Like you'll run into somebody outside and they'll be like, can I get an interview with FN? they like, oh yeah, we'll make it. Like that will happen if you're on the right path, right? This
5: this industry and and anything in life, I believe, is is luck. But the thing is, is that the difference is is that you have to create your luck. Mm. You know, and consistency and persistency creates luck. I like that and that's that's my motto in life like you gotta create your own luck because those magical things that happen that make success Mm. are lucky things that happen for people Mm. you know like oh this I mean anybody think of any celebrity oh I was I ended up going here and then this director was here and then he gave me this starring role yeah that was look, but why was that person there? Because they had been their career was leading them to that point. They were persistent. They kept going. They kept going. They did this indie film. They did this. They did that. Boom! And but it they got to
3: also recognized that that was an opportunity. Right. That the guy that did take your picture, oh, he really was this agent. He really, he they, and so they took a better picture than they would last time, right? right like right. That little kind of stuff, right? You, you still
5: have to be ready for when it yeah, comes. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, sometimes you're oblivious to being ready. You know, sometimes you're just <laughs> yeah. being authentic and people, and that works. You're for just you. being you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no doubt. I mean, look, man, we're not always gonna be ready because sometimes we might drop the ball. Yeah. I'm sure there's many times I've dropped the ball. There's many, like I know for a fact there's many times that I could have done something, um, maybe kiss somebody's ass the right way and it would have worked for me. But I'm not that kind of dude. I'm Mm -hmm. a stubborn, Mm -hmm. you know, a Cuban guy that just like fuck that shit. I'm doing my way, you know, and you know, and and and, you know, I've decided, you know what, I'm willing to take the good and the bad with that, and and as long as I do it my way, you know.
3: Yeah, I understand that, and 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 we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. But if people can take anything away from the movies, what what is it that you want to leave
0: them with?
5: Um. I mean you mentioned this and this is something I've been saying in, in a lot of interviews today is that I feel that hip hop is the number one cultural export of the US mm. and one thing I've seen consistently when I've traveled and this is my fifth film is that we're starting to lose our grip on influencing the rest of the world and we need to take a, a reflective the look US at ourselves US or hip hop? The US hip hop scene Mm. I mean there's Obviously you can look at it In other aspects of business Mm. Or other things in in the US But I'm talking about Specifically the hip hop
3: Like the spirit of hip hop
5: Yeah These Mm. other countries are are, This is not my words This is their words You guys don't do art anymore You guys don't do hip hop anymore You guys do business Mm. Mm. So we need to To take a Reflective look at ourselves and see what's going on and you know me as now that I'm an OG like the funny part of me saying OG or people calling me an OG is that I've been doing this since I was a YG Mm. like me and my crew were 17 16 years old running around crazy promoting doing mixtapes doing parties and people were like man you guys are so young doing so much yeah fast forward blink of an eye and now we're so old doing so much yeah you know like I'm 40 I just turned 43 yeah so and that's the other thing age ain't shit bro you know, create I'm, art. Glad you, I'm glad to hear you say that. It's it like, is it I'm, is. I'm getting older. I'm just nah, like, yeah, yeah, age ain't that. shit. Just look, man. I mean, am I supposed to be here? Is Nori even, like, Nori was counted out in the industry at a point. Like, I've worked with Noy for a long time. Yeah. He was counted out. He, I don't know if he'll admit it or, or, but yeah. he was counted out. Like, people were just like, ah, oh, he's cool, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, I'm this, I don't dye my beard. I could, you know, but I don't yeah. um, because I'm stubborn, like an idiot. Yeah. And, character. you know, and character. so, you know, I'm this, you know, white bearded Cuban guy and I could have been easily counted out, but, you know, we both decided to do a podcast and it ended up working. And it ended up working with a demographic that was actually, you know, a younger demographic too. Yeah. yeah. You know, we got 18, 19 year olds hitting us up like, oh, man, I love your podcast because I'm yeah. learning about the, the old school and shit. Yeah, yeah. And we're cool with that. So, you know it's just you just gotta know what you're doing and just like just be confident in it and Absolutely. just do it man and be authentic at the end of the day just be authentic with it
3: I will do that yeah. I will take that into consideration <laughs>
5: thank you for it having. might not always be cool when you're <laughs> yeah. authentic sure but just be authentic it might
3: not always be the easiest way right yeah it's not just the easiest way
5: and people might, might not think it's the coolest thing either man I,
3: I chase down sway for interviewing. oh at, uh, I love
5: sweet. That's my dog. T-
3: so I made this campaign. Uh, and I'll show it to you. I've made this campaign where I said, I've been the show. Sp- I've been doing this show for five years. Wake the flock right. up. And I've interviewed here, I'll show you what I gotta talk about. So I started this list of all the artists I've ever wanted to interview mm-hmm. five years ago. All right, here, let, me, let you repeat that. So this is what the show's based off. It's just this entire list. You know, okay. and, and th- here. So that's what it is. And all the artists that I've crossed off are people; they've crossed off their own name. So I, I asked them to do it, right? And uh, Sway is to me the the, the, the my Jesus, my uh, yeah, my, my, You know, when it comes to hip hop, me him and like Stretch and Bobby, like they were the guys that I listened to
5: growing up, right? And he's one of the first guys to actually support me as well.
3: And Sway was Sway was Sway, but he, you know, when I, I ch- I'm like I created this whole thing on Instagram and a bunch of money into it, and it was like, if I don't interview Sway, I'm going to quit the show forever, and that's it. I'm going to nah, just knock it up. He, so I ran into him, and at first he tells me, uh, he goes, uh, Oh, bro, I'd love to. I wish I could. Blah, 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 blah. I'm too busy. Not going to happen. Like, oh, okay. I respect it. And Shook he said my, it in
5: a nice way because he's a nice dude. And, and this is what he really did. Nice he guy. goes,
3: Take a picture. He puts his hand on him. He goes, Tell them that I said the interview's coming soon. Uh, but it's not going to happen today because uh, it was at Soundset. He was hosting right up and yeah, down.
5: Real Denver. dude, real dude.
3: At the end of the day, Soundset, everyone's leaving 30,000 people. And who's standing there waiting for his car? Sway.
5: And you
3: asked for the interview? I'm gonna sway, man. Come on. He goes, "You got from here to the car. Let's go." Boom! Save my show. Save my ego. I mean, and then he turned out to be the hero that I wanted yeah, sway to dude, be. Great dude. And he shakes my hand and he takes my shirts and he gives me this like you know in-depth in depth. And look, it's only a nine minute interview. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But unless you got a ten minute interview, don't you no,
5: can't. <laughs> that's all you. I mean, look, though. That's all yeah. you need, man. Like. Yeah. No, that's 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 what we're here for, man. Like yeah. those little things is is what we live life for, man. Like don't let anybody dictate what is special to you. You know what I'm saying Like like you gotta find These things that make All this worth the struggle mm. Cause it's a struggle man Like being look, an artist In yeah. general Like yeah. this, we're artists Don't get it wrong You as well, me we're I, artists I am
3: very much Represent that yeah. I tell people look You put out a track I put out episodes bro And yeah. this is what yeah. it is. This, this is your art Yeah, yeah you're, it you're, is. you're putting
5: yourself On the line yeah. And your ego And, and we're, we we have like We're sensitive to what people think yeah. We're artists you yeah. know yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's tough man So you gotta hold on To those little successes And keep to the next one To the next one man mm.
3: Well th- thank you for the next yeah. success And I appreciate you man Thank you. Thank you huh? So, Concept 714, wake the flock up. you got to go watch the film. we got to go watch the film. Let's, let's go. go, let's let's go. Film, let's
5: go. <laughs> a few years ago, Crazy Hub Productions decided to travel outside of the U.S. and explore other countries through the scope of hip-hop culture.
6: Aprendimos a vender lo que hacemos, pero sin vender lo que somos. Aprendimos a vender lo que hacemos, pero sin vender lo que somos.
5: I'm coming here with an open mind and ready to be surprised for what Colombia has in store for us.
6: We're a country at war. They say
5: there's no racism here,
6: but it's really like kind of like hidden behind the classes.
3: Colombia se revive el hip hop de verdad. Por donde anda y encuentra un graffiti y por donde anda después
7: encontrar un un freestyle, un pedito, que tiempo puede decir a ti, que molotean que representan la <laughs> calle aquí.
2: Ya hoy vivimos felices, vivimos eh, con con otra mirada y con otros asuntos,
0: y eso mismo lo reflejamos en las canciones. Pero latino hasta la muerte. De eso se trata el hip-hop, de contar la historia nuestra, ¿cierto? Entonces
6: nosotros empezamos a narrar nuestra realidad.
7: Nosotros hemos pasado décadas y todavía hacemos Ra. Ra underground.
5: What we have found is, regardless of how alien our national cultures are, we find ourselves connecting with the people we meet through our common love of hip-hop culture.
3: All the way in Barranquilla,
5: baby.
7: Let's do it. dura en el año 2002.
6: But then maybe in the end of the 90s, with the internet and with all that, you know, we started getting, like, Ideas and people started painting more hip hop.
8: Your your part, man, is I like the fact that you literally touched your 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 family's home. Like I'm not gonna cry, dog. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> 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 and the but, you but I'm saying that's that's got to be an amazing feeling, man. Like speaking be, being African American, like we. I specifically don't have that roots. I can't go to a, a country and figure out my roots like that. You know what I mean? I can go to Ancestry.com and try to figure some shit out, but to go back home and really see where your, your, your parents, grandparents came from and talk about that experience and why physically touching that wall did something for you. Well, i tell you like this.
2: Um, I've known everybody on here besides um, Lorenzo and say we met him in Colombia, right? But everybody else, I've been I've known for over twenty plus years, and to see the growth as, as as a group, as a friendship, as hip hop, we've been able to ex- experience mm, a lot, you know, good and bad in all ways. So when your decided to make that first trip to Cuba. 2012, you know, I was like, I was supportive of that. And I was like, that shit is dope, dog. I mean, I was happy for him and Garcia and, and so forth and so on. And then when the movie moved on and we went into Peru and then went into Haiti and went to Vietnam, like the progression of the vision that he, that EFN got was getting better in each one. So after 2012, we in 2018, when he told me, hey, we we're gonna make that trip to Colombia, I was like, oh shit, you know? this is going to be dope for because I could have made the trip to Columbia but it wouldn't have felt special knowing that not only was I going to search my roots or let's say my parents roots it was also part of what we do and the vision and the theme so when we got back when we got to Columbia I told my parents you know like hey you know I'm going out there and, and it's true you know my mom was 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 in the orphanage till she was about 13. And you know, these stories go on and on where everybody, everybody got a story to tell. But when my mom, you when know, I told her that part, and my, my old man, you know, he was 14 when he left the crib. You know, his father died when he was eight, his mom died when he was 10. So it was like, they both had no roots. You know, like if I do a family tree, I got seeds. That's it, you feel me? My brothers and my sisters, we're the roots so our kids are, are growing branches in our trees like i got a thousand and one cousins but as far as my immediate family my family tree is like it's there like we ain't bloomed out yet so when we got to Columbia, and i was able to touch the building that i've never seen before and there's a restaurant it was a chinese restaurant i oh, was some dumb shit right there right but it was a restaurant but i knew that my parents when they first connected and became that union and, and that's where they you know Continue to love and dream and then made it to the United States and so forth and so on Man, I was dope. You know what I'm saying? To see my brothers and sisters elementary school and all that they went there Then came to Colombian had to you know, came to America and you know, New Jersey and built their life and then all of that It was super special. I mean, I saw Rich. Rich is not here, but Rich was the one that went back to Haiti So to see him deal with touching that part of his history
8: Man, I was like, I was so ecstatic. I was waiting to, to go to Colombia and feel that. now, now one thing, Yvonne, that you mentioned too, was um, you had certain stereotypes about Colombia. I'm sure we all have those stereotypes as well. Um, what was one of the biggest takeaways that not only yourself, but everybody on the panel as well, um, stereotypes that you previously had, and then something that you walked away after the trip to say, damn, I, I didn't know that, or this is the reality of what Colombia actually is.
5: I mean I'd be lying if I if I didn't already go into a country understanding that my stereotypes they're not real like you know like like we're I think we're smart enough to understand that sometimes we think something but you know it's like they can't be like that right you know and and it, it shouldn't be like that and yeah Colombia was that like we've all watched all the drug cartel movies and the Escobar movies and this and that and it's not to say that it's not there and it's not a part of their history but it's just not everything that they're about just like you know like any other area you know like it's not like compton's not just with that in south central or miami's not just cocaine cowboys is that's just the reality of a country and so yeah i went into colombia thinking maybe maybe this is all they're they're dealing with and talking about or their whole thing no not at all it's the culture's full circle there it's B boys, graffiti writers that are just passionate about doing graffiti, and and they're passionate about you know B boys and B girls, and you know like it's just the culture was at its whole like a whole culture there. It wasn't just like rappers just talking about some drug shit, you know. And that, and that was the biggest takeaway. But I already kind of knew that to be honest. Right.
8: With you. But, but I think that's the, the biggest piece too. When people actually watch the film, I mean, I feel like they're gonna get that piece. Like that's something I don't really know about that. Hip hop was such a huge influence in, in, in this country for sure, and just how much of a staple it is, and, and how they, you know, gravitate towards something that we obviously built. Now, which brings me to my next point Chi Chi get the yayo. Yo. Can we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> Chi Chi get the yayo, Yo, man. What, what, what's what's yeah, that? Yeah, man, please <laughs> give us a little background uh, of that whole. Go ahead, Charles. Go so uh, Charles. So that uh, goes to I'm holding two mics because they
5: yeah, grabbed that one. That's how Chi Chi does it. That's he how Chi Chi does it. Chi Chi Mice.
8: Well, basically, going to the, stere- the stereotype of Colombia right? You know, you think Yayo, you think Coke and all that shit. So there was a shirt online, and I bought it. it said Chichi got the Yayo. So because he's a dickhead, and that's what he wore
7: going to Columbia. Chichi got the Yayo. I'm a Scarface fan. I'm an, an idiot, chi-chi. man.
5: Saz <laughs> <laughs> just destroyed everything I said before about the <laughs> stereotype. <laughs> he just said that everybody
7: in Colombia sells cocaine. That's <laughs> real. He's like, that's real. That's real. Like, like, right, never mind what I just said. I was <laughs> oh, okay, okay. just promoting. the say that, when you say that, when you say that, when you say that, when you say that, when that,
5: when when that, Wow. That, that wants it, it's gonna get it
6: sold to them by, <laughs> by whoever they ask. For. Even you know, if it's that, not that. that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Colombia is un pueblo de supervivencia, no? Todo el tiempo el Colombiano está mirando.
6: So it's like going I to Jamaica think, and asking for me. Nah, no, I think it's an important thing <laughs> what they're saying, that it's a, it's a survival, right?
5: It's we just survival. went all stereotypes. <laughs> all stereotypes <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so he had the shirt, and we just started clowning him as a joke. That's what it was. So it became a
5: song, and went on, and we yeah. had fun with it, yeah. and then, then, then Gigi. G- now, yeah, one night we got drunk in True Dream Champs fashion. That's how you do it. <laughs> and it was in Bogota. We didn't catch this on camera, which I thought we did. <laughs> And I, we had this weird thing. We've known each other since high school. We, we, we traveled a lot. We just get dumb. Right. And we started, like, and, we were, and you know, we're, we're, we're into music. Like, we're music, dude. So we start, like, singing dumb shit and making beats and, boom, like, beatboxing in the middle of the night. Like, that's what we do. So, Chi-Chi Get the Yayo became a song in the elevator. We were going up to the room, and I was like, Chi-Chi Get the Yayo. And, and it was I was like, catchy. And it was catchy. And we, and we, we followed, like, idiots. Like and became our theme song. Yeah. But it was throughout the movie Havana I'm gonna probably to say that shit on the radio
8: next week I'm no, gonna no, go Yo, not gonna lie Yo, no, go for it, man
5: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get Chi-Chi from Scarface I'm gonna put him in the music video and it's gonna be We're gonna kill it <laughs> now, now, that's right,
8: man You, you, you said that, you know you, you not touch the mic no more No, no, more, no more no more, rap He's ah. good And he's an ill producer, too No, no, that's, that's what, what I'm saying said, and I'm like ah. the, this, oh, yeah, the one, one thing that you yeah. didn't say oh, you, 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 you mentioned that you fell out of love with it You know what I'm saying? Yeah Um
9: what is it about the production that that keeps you, you know, keeps that love for it, and and, and not falling out of that? You
5: know what I mean? Wait, be, be, before you answer that, Drain is the first person that I tried to to create a demo, to manage, to produce. Wow! Like in 1993, 94, like wow. I was, I remember we was in class running in gym, and I'm like convincing him, like, come on, you're a good rapper, man, rap, let's get in the studio, man, let's get in the studio. <laughs> And it took me forever because he doesn't want to do shit. (laughs) (laughs) You
4: know when you just got too much talent for the world, you just quit you're like, Uh, I'm done. (laughs) Fucking dick. I I joke, I joke. I I don't know, man. Um... (laughs) Yep. Even with the beats, I ain't gonna allow to slow down on that. Uh, with me it's all almost like a artistic um expression type thing. So whether it's rapping, making beats, or even with the camera now that I've picked up, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like a, it's an outlet for me personally, you know what I'm saying? So it's never been about fame or anything like it's just I'm a selfish bastard, my creativity's for me, I I guess. That's all I can that's what I can explain it. <laughs> I
5: Fucking cancer, right, right. <laughs> Gemini season. He takes great pictures though. Mm-hmm. Oh God, extraordinary. Add
8: that to the resume. Um, no, nah, I mean, but I, I, I guess the only reason why I say that is because I feel like everybody has that that common similarity. They, you know, it's something that they love. I mean, we can even talk about it with hip hop. You know, in the U.S. It's, something that we, we extremely love, but when it hits that mainstream or it doesn't really fulfill you like that, we obviously see what happens to it. You know, you either lose a love for it or somebody else walks away with it. It's just, also, those are the common things. So I didn't know if there was something for you where once you found something that
4: kind of sustained it, this is the thing that kind of kept it going for you. I didn't know if there was something that was more of the business I, I learned about. I'm, I'm watching our trips out of town and, and things of that nature, because we had the group and, and everything. And it, I'm just like, I don't really want to be a part of it. I, I give props to E, honestly, uh, you know, for what he does and being in front of the cameras and all the, that's it's not. It's not my- it's You don't even want to talk right, it right now. My, hey, hey, hey. Like, yeah, that's so, not that's shit,
8: day day. Right now, you like, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, in, in a second, too, I'll, I'll open it up to the, to the public. If you guys have any questions, please raise your hand so we can actually, you know, get you guys input as well. Um, now, again, I, I talked about, you know, the challenges that you guys faced out there. Now, it, were there things that you walked away after seeing? And I know this is just a screening, There's more things you got to edit as far as that. But when you see the final product, was it like, ah, damn, I missed this, or? overall do you feel like everything was hit
5: every point that you wanted to make when you're an independent filmmaker it's never enough when you're you're done with the film like we're independently doing this um, and it's just it's never enough like it's just there's no way of putting it like if we had the funds and everything like we do more with it but but of course we get it to a place where we feel good enough and it's like let's just keep it moving like my thing is like we're gonna make this happen one way or the other we're not gonna wait on nobody we're not gonna if nothing's gonna stop us we're gonna continue making this movement and that's why we're on five films right now you
4: gotta uh, pack all that stuff in an hour you know there's a lot of footage yeah, say that, yeah. that was a, well, over a week maybe yeah, yeah it was it was like, over yeah, weeks, it it like nine days,
8: games, yeah. yeah, and, and no, no clear no. agenda as to what you what you're gonna capture when you no, go. No, out no, 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 wow. no. We don't, we
5: don't, we don't have any structure. And that's actually to it's, our detriment. Wow, like we don't have any structure, like and, we're well any structure. Like and we're drinking all well the whole time. time you know, <laughs> right. It's, it's a street, street camping right. right. all day long. It's a lot of fun, actually, man. Sometimes. Yeah, to this single fuck face. So yeah,
8: fuck around, had a cap one the whole time. Like, that No fucking funny. Yeah. Now, obviously, you're gonna continue the the series going on what are the plans future wise do you have anything in your mind in terms of what other countries you want to hit or are we not thinking about that at this point No, yeah
5: i mean i mean right now colombia is just getting off the ground we're screening it and we're tweaking it but um this is going to air somewhere someplace shout out to revolt tv who's aired the previous ones shout out they've out. been very supportive of us and i, and I can't think of the when we were just like the first film out of nowhere, like out of the box, when Bravo launched, they licensed Cuba and that was amazing, you know, like for a first, first-time filmmaker. So, um, but the, the goal is to create a, a, a full-on series and my goal is to really create what Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, what he did for food and for for culture and for everything to do that for hip-hop culture. And I think it goes beyond hip-hop culture. I think sometimes people don't understand, they're very narrow-minded. They, don't. They oh, that's a hip-hop thing. Nah, hip-hop is like, it transcends everything. Like, when you watch CNN, they talking hip-hop lingo. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop is everywhere. And there's no reason why we can't create a series that is just hip-hop is the conduit to a conversation, but it's a conversation that everybody needs to have.
8: Any questions out there in the audience? I'm gonna stand up. Hey, I oh, don't know if we get a mic over there or... Oh, Okay, so, okay.
0: Uh, I'll project my voice. There you go. Uh, I'm, I'm Jaden producer. Uh, what up Jaden?
2: What's going on, DJ? Uh I, was, I wanted to uh, ask my boys a question, an engineer and producer. Uh like work when you guys are working with these artists, uh is it like kind of difficult to engineer
0: the vocals or like tell them, like, let them know if their delivery is right when you don't like know the language, you
5: know in these other countries? Uh, That's probably better for Drake, because he actually engineered... Vietnam. I understand
4: Spanish. Did you engineer Vietnam, too? The Haiti one. one. Yeah. That was... Yeah, Haiti yeah. was was real. It was a vibe, dog. Honestly, It was real. that's it. You just kind of like music. Like, honestly, it's like a universal language, man. So you just just go with it. So like, yeah, we dropped the beat in Haiti, and then we did. I I didn't know the kid, and I didn't know what the hell he was saying, but somehow <laughs> yeah. you got a computer screen and then you print it out. Yeah, flow yeah, it was real. Like yeah. this. And it's it. It. It's a hit. It's good. <laughs> it's beautiful. Now, now,
8: just kind of <laughs> piggyback off of that. Do you feel like they take direction and when when you go into another country and, and and, and are producing or engineering? Do they take the direction well as, as well, or is it? Do you feel like you have to kind of give a little more direction, or do you just kind of just let it flow?
4: I mean, like
0: the, the MCs we were dealing with in Colombia, they were kind of like the kind of like the main
5: guys in their area, so they were pretty. The seasoned. top tier, yeah. Like say oh, has, oh, come on, say is okay. an experienced yeah,
7: MC, super dope MC. hip hop like. language, you no know, more hip hop yeah, language. Exactly. So we just they communicated,
0: were. but they were like very open to anything I was giving them. Cause
8: then, you know it was like the
0: mutual respect was there, you know. Now
5: say be be honest, man. Was all the beats fire? They were down to the Were there any trash beats?
7: Yeah, like yo, trabajo sobre cualquier pista. He said he, he could rhyme any. 50 canciones al aire. He, he said even if has is wack, he's got th- go my. Would you tell him it was
8: <laughs> some bullshit though?
7: Would you tell him it was <laughs> <him laughs> some bullshit if you he, he heard some whack shit? <laughs> yo siempre le digo la verdad a la gente cuando no me gusta algo se lo dice. sí <laughs> yo yo le he hecho cambiar la pista six veces hasta que encontramos oh it
5: took six
7: times la <laughs> <couple of> <laughs> <laughs> like, <the> idea siempre la <laughs> idea siempre es trabajar algo grande no como tener un un convenio entre la persona que está produciendo y, y and then the person who is going to sing the song. Anybody else up there?
0: A... Yeah. Hey, yo, how are everybody doing tonight?
5: What up, what up? What's going on, bro? My
0: name is M.Dot Taylor, I'm Ice-T's New uh um, nice. Shout
5: out to Ice-T, nice. Green chance
0: alumni. Chance. First off, again, I just want to say thank you guys for uh, putting this body of work together because um it just dope to catch a vibe from people that you don't even speak the, the language with. You know what I'm saying? For example, I went to Mexico. I don't speak Spanish at all. I had a translator with me. We shot a video out there. And it was amazing, bro. And we just connected off of vibes. You know what right. I'm saying? And with you guys knowing, so I can put a question together. Uh, with you guys knowing that Colombia is a small market and it's definitely on the rise, um, are you guys down to like do collaborations with... Being the forefront of collaborations from people from Colombia to the American uh mainstream way.
5: Yeah, definitely. Actually, they're not a small market. Like South America is a bigger market than we are, to be honest with you. And that's one of the things I was trying to say in the film to these guys. Like they have the power to control all of Latin America. Because Colombia is such a big market and, and, and there's such a powerhouse when it comes to hip hop. So really and truly, man, if you notice, like look at Will Smith right now, everything he's doing with, with Latin artists. Like Latin America and Latin and, like that's the that's the wave, really, to be honest with you. Like there's a lot of 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 power and and market that's there in when it comes to, to South America, Latin America, Central America, and just Latinos in the United States as well. You know, so I think it's just becoming it of, of us here to, uh, to acknowledge that. And Latinos here have always been a part, integrated. We are a part of the regular the hip-hop culture. We are hip-hop here. So I just think it makes sense for us to just like attach ourselves to what's going on over there and, and, and collaborate with them, you know?
0: Yeah, no doubt. Hey, and I, I wasn't really saying like the, uh, the Latin market is small. I was saying how the Colombian artists were saying that
7: the rap community is small over there. Right, right, right. Es orgánico. Eso es lo que, en Colombia y en Sudamérica pasa algo que la música se está moviendo es orgánica porque hay 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 eso. Entonces en México porque el país es tan grande, pues obviamente un artista en México tiene videos con 70 millones, 80 millones de vistas, 100 millones de vistas. Un artista normal que hasta ahora está saliendo sacan un video y a los tres días días tienen dos millones de vistas en Argentina sí como la los nuevos muchachos que están haciendo música ahora entonces sí hay como una ola de, de 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 gente que sí está haciendo cosas y no tiene que ver nada yo estaba en Nueva York también y me he encontrado raperos que que les toca trabajar y no pueden ser raperos entonces, no right. tiene nada que ver que sea en colombia translate
6: I got it, but it's organic, right? So that, in Latin America... Yeah. <laughs> Weed is organic! No, bro. it's organic too, bro. You sure. nah, That in Latin America... What did you read about that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movement's organic because there's so many people. Mexico's a huge, Mexico's a huge country, so the artist is gonna have a lot of following cause there's a massive like crack fam people listen to it in Spain, in Australia and you know, because it's the immigrants in New York that listen to it and they're a big crowd. So that's, you know, the, the Spanish, that's, that was my question kinda cause Spanish hip hop was gonna come on and then reggaeton came through and then it's like about shaking your booty but it's not about knowledge at all. So they said the comeback now or what's going like, there's all the trap people, Bad Bunny, Ozuna, all this shit is like, everywhere every country you travel to but yeah i don't know i, I mean i'm kind of because that's that's the next step where like the rap actually gets acknowledged as some real shit and not just shake your booty because it's flat and, and and that you know
5: yeah i mean that's, that's, i don't know if you, if you noticed in the film that that's one of the, the the things that are happening in latin america like they're having this this conversation amongst themselves or this controversy where it's like latin trap um, re- reggaeton and straight up like Spanish hip hop, like Latin hip hop, and they're they're dealing with that right now, you know. And so, so for example, it's like Land Trap to them is like the equivalent of like. I mean I guess we have trap, trap here. Right, right, right. right. But I mean I don't think we, we differentiated too much from hip hop out here. I mean it is trap what it is what it is, but I mean I think it's like it's kinda like how we're looking at mumble rap versus like anything else. Like right, that's right. how they're looking at it like
6: because well, what was the joke with like you're Nori, Dominicana? Like that's that's how everybody knows Nori. They don't Joe know him, him for the Japon Noriega, they know right. him for Dominicana
7: Oh, yeah. yo, veo, yo veo el rap yo veo el rap como algo como cuando un niño sale muy sanito de su casa un, un niño que usted cuida a su hijo no en su uh-huh. casa lo cuida con unos principios y cuando ya sale a la calle pues él ya se encuentra con cierto con cierto mundo y con lo que se quiere encontrar entonces yo veo el rap así no como que ahorita el rap ya va cambiando y, y va haciendo lo que se va convirtiendo y tal vez la gente va cambiando porque el, el mismo entorno lo va cambiando usted yo llegué a Europa y ponía mis pistas de bomba y la gente me decía va a grabar sobre eso porque usted sabe que eso nos gusta a nosotros que somos raperos pero la gente ahorita quiere escuchar es esto y me ponían las pistas trap digitales, entonces como que el mismo entorno de la música y del mundo pues va cambiando también I'll say Lorenzo. He he basically said that he sees like
0: <laughs>
5: Lorenzo's high, right? You high, right? <laughs> you got this, right? He, he, he basically yeah, said that right. that he sees like like uh, MCs or rappers or whatever. Like like it's like you you were born and you're like pure, and then once you go out into the street, the the world is evolving and now you're being corrupted, or you you gotta change, you know, your purity, which is like hip hop, boom bap, or whatever's the purity, and then now it's all changing outside, you know? That's that's the way he's, the, the analogy he's kind of basically using. I gotta
6: adapt to it, right? Like, if the people in Spain ain't feeling the 90's hip hop, he he can't record the 90's hip hop. You gotta record the trap that they're playing for him, because that's I mean, what they wanna listen to.
5: I mean, I personally don't, I don't believe that. I think, uh, and I mean, I think that Seja's in our film actually articulated that, like, you do what you do. We'll put your twist to it. And you put your twist to it. Right. And people are gonna fuck with you, they're not gonna fuck with you, but you do what you do. Because if you change who you are, then at least for me, what I loved about hip hop growing up is is being authentic. Right. But once you change the authenticity, then that's not to me. That's not about everybody, but that's hip hop we got to
8: support the, the shit that you fuck with. I, yeah. That's my, my main thing. you got to support what you fuck with and, and everything else. I mean, you can leave it for other people to, to, to support as well, but what you authentically fuck with, you guys got to keep on supporting Oh, man.
5: Uh, real, real quick, though, before you get, just ahead. on this topic. um, In the film, just to this point, is that we were talking, a conversation with size and I was explaining to him that, like, <laughs> He was saying about not changing, and I was like, "That's like if Kendrick, because he was explaining how like artists will change to go with trends, and and I, you know, I've watched Kendrick's trajectory, you know, from how he's been doing it, and I'm like, that's like if Kendrick would have one point decided, you know what? Let me just follow the trends, right? And it, and decided, I don't know if it, if it translated the way I meant it, but I meant to say like if he decided not to be Kendrick and to be just the trend at the, at the moment. And, but he decided to stick to his guns and he's going to be Kendrick Lamar and, and we have Kendrick Lamar today. Yeah, for sure, you know he's what man. He decided to stay authentic to who he wanted to be.
0: Uh, oh, Holly uh, Robb, local astronauts. Hey. hey! What's
5: going on? Hey. Some that I, <laughs> I got a uh, Bohemia, I don't know where I got this from. Uh, for, for my two guys right here on the
0: end, if you can translate for me, please. Yes. Um, two-part question, uh, first, what is, what is uh, your source of obtaining new music, getting new music? Um, and two, um, majority of the film, I've heard, you know, of course, the, the artists that you guys love, the Big the Q the NWA's, and whatnot, which is, of course, like my era, and a lot of people in the Roman era. Um, but is the access of music kind of the reason why you stick to a lot of the, you know, what we would call our uh, uh, or is it like you hear kind of everything, and this is what you cling on to? Yes.
6: Uh, so...
7: Lo que pasa es que antes uno hacía la música, antes uno hacía la música, antes uno hacía la música pensando en lo que uno estaba sintiendo. Simplemente uno hacía la música pensando en uno. Ahora se hace la música pensando en. En las personas, si ¿sí me entiendes? se viste uno pensando en las personas porque ahora entonces el rap ya todos se visten ajustados, entonces ahora ya no si nos vestimos, ya ahora como nos van a ver o no nos van a decir ese man se quedó atrás. Si ¿sí me entiende como que es una, una cosa de que la música ya no es ese sentimiento de la, del, del rapero y del poeta que era lo que estaba viviendo, que era lo que estaban diciendo en el documental, sino que ahora la música son pensamientos ajenos.
9: Mm.
6: La pregunta es que si el acceso a la música es lo que lo hace quedarse en el boom bajo. O sea, la gente solamente escucha
7: eh, Biggie y Tupacito sí,
6: ¿No Porque es,
7: por es lo poco eh. que puede escuchar o porque es lo que más les gusta Porque es porque todos nos quedamos en eso porque to- La gente escucha trap, pero es rap La gente hace trap los, 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 La gente hace reggaeton, pero escuchan rap La gente hace trap, pero escucha rap He's saying, the way he's answering
6: if I, Is that before so the colombians and everything it was very from the inside so they listened to the music that they were living no and now everything's more outside so they're gonna listen to the music that's sounding on youtube or that the youtube plays them or that and then they're gonna dress not how they're gonna dress and the culture and the hip-hop but what other people are dressing
5: like but now listen to it he's saying like they'll listen to hip-hop but then they seeing it out there. They into reggaeton or something else. So they like, that's what I gotta do to, make to get on and
7: make moves or make a living. But really and truly, they they are on the essence. They they're not listening to that. Well, pues so, entonces nosotros los que vamos haciendo bumba y los que vamos haciendo la música que nos gusta. Pero qué es lo que está consumiendo la gente? Entonces la gente está empezando a dejar eso atrás. Que ya llega el disco y como ha sido que el rap está muerto. Ahora toca ponerle latte si ¿Sí me entiende trap para que para que sea suena para que nos contraten porque entonces ya como es rap entonces el que va atrás y ahora está pegando es esto de esta manera entonces póngase la gafa de esa manera si ¿Sí me entiende como que ya es un prototipo vuelvo pues, y repito es un pensamiento agenda
6: I I think to answer your question better also there's these books and there's all this history of MTV and everything that shaped that so that's kind of like Biggie's gonna be Biggie if you go to Vietnam probably no like oh you no know? What? Vietnam? I don't know, but there's certain people that are like... Oh,
5: wait, wait, what was you? Biggie's gonna be Biggie in Vietnam? Oh, well, that, that,
0: that that he's gonna be... There's, there's certain you know, people that are on right. a podium
7: he's that they're really like...
0: Vietnam, I mean, I don't know that... They, he that he means so the, so the stature good. of who that artist was is <laughs> gonna transcend
6: no matter where... Well, there's... Yeah, there, I mean, there's only one Biggie and one Tupac. Right. And the whole East Coast and West Coast story. So that's, uh, that's, that's, that that's what people... That's uh, like <laughs> history behind the music. I not know what people listen to. to remember, like, the whole... It, a, bit more. a lo que vengo es que
7: si el mundo va cambiando, pues obviamente el mundo va girando y usted tiene que girar con el mundo. Lamentablemente, no es una cosa lo que usted quiere, pero otra cosa es lo que. Entonces usted siempre está haciendo algo, pero usted no le está haciendo tampoco solo para usted cuando está haciendo música. Entonces usted lo hace, puede que cocine algo y le guste, pero eso es tiene que esperar a ver si a la gente que se lo va a vender le gusta. Eso es como hacer pan, como hacer no sé, documentar cualquier cosa, no. Entonces lo mismo. usted hace música, pero tiene que esperar si el resultado de la gente pues lamentablemente si la música va cambiando, pues usted tiene que ir cambiando con eso y y, y como digo yo la la persona va madurando y la música va madurando con la persona. Yeah, ultimately he's saying
5: is the plight of of artists around the world. Like he used food as an analogy like you can make food at your taste, but ultimately is what the people that you're feeding want to eat is what he's saying, you know, ultimately. But as far as, like, researching music, the
8: YouTubes, it's, it's pretty much the same way that they consume music.
6: Yeah, okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. else got a. Well, oh, go ahead, Lorenzo, you want to say something? Well, kind of before the internet, I talk about the internet, how it, it, it like influenced Colombia, changed graffiti, because everybody wanted to paint and stuff. But the thing, <laughs> before you only get it through MTV and stuff, but the internet's democratic or as much as it can. So Crack Family, not can, really. well, well, as much as it, right, yeah. Right. But, but drink, we can see drink champs without paying anybody in right, Colombia right, right, right. in a little town. Right. So that opened up the doors for you to really yeah. be a fan of a new artist that isn't the artist that MTV pushed for 20 years mm-hmm. that we all right. in Vietnam or in whoever had MTV looked at. In the
3: back. Hi, I'm Noelle with Revolt TV. Um, in the past couple of your um, movies, you've shown and featured some female MCs. ¿Dónde son las mujeres in Colombia?
5: Good question Being graffiti <laughs> no, no, actually there was a couple MCs We were trying to seek out But it just scheduling didn't
7: work out for us Hay un well, movimiento, hay un movimiento de mujeres en Colombia. Yeah, que,
5: movement,
4: más que en Colombia de todavía
7: el, 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 la, la gente cantan los buses y todo, ¿no? Entonces todavía lo, la vuelta es tan sencilla. así. cuando usted tiene un sueño y en Colombia pasa mucho eso, que la gente sueña con ser rapero y al usted soñar con ser rapero, pues usted no quiere ser ni constructor, ni barbero, ni zapatero, sino que the dream is, is rapper, you know the, Mantener a la con, con eso. He's saying that women
6: are still tied to having to live their life in Colombia, kind of like men are able to go out and pursue their dream of being a rapper and say fuck you to everything else, but women still
7: have to, to, to deal with all that, you know, macho. Pero hay mujeres pintando, hay mujeres grafiteando
6: hay, hay mujeres
7: que están se hace, se hace, se que but obviamente nada va Colombia Unidos
5: In our series we've been very lucky from the first Coming Home Cuba, Denise Suarez who got signed to Universal after we, we did the film um, we met uh what, what was the the Peruvian
1: um La Reinas no uh
5: <laughs> well we met some incredible female MCs out there and in and in, in uh, Vietnam before uh, Obama went to Vietnam we were like two months uh, before ahead of him you know in sense he when he went to Vietnam it went viral that a a, a female MC rapped for him he he boompopped for her that's Suboy, she's one of the biggest MCs wow. in Vietnam. And she's incredible and she's been featured in south by southwest she's she's huge in asia and and so we've been lucky in in our series to to really to to connect to some really incredible female mc's but we're not exclusively trying to figure you know find gender selective you know it's whoever we come across organically but yeah we're definitely always trying to look out for whoever's just talented
0: two parts um
2: did you guys have a favorite place in Colombia, like a region, where you spoke out to you? Medellin was for me. I mean, Bogota let me get on stage, so I gotta love that shit, right? But Medellin was off the chain. I mean, for me to never have been there, Bogota, Medellin, and, and Barranquilla. Medellin won, won it by far. We, we didn't live in all that shit. say, I
5: said because of the women. I think what, what was dope about about Colombia in 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 respect to the United States is that, Bogotá was like New York, so it was cold. The the, the city, the vibe was you know was like kind of like New York. Even disorder, Medellín, yeah, Medellin was like going to you know the South Atlanta whatever, and then Barranquilla was like going to Miami you know whatever going to or even LA like it's it just different vibes, different weather, and different like sound wise you know the, the music sounded different. So you Barranquilla had the Caribbean you know vibe, and Medellin was like the central of the country, so <laughs> it's d- very different and it was cool because it shows you all the
7: the variety in the country. Por eso en el documental el barranquillero hablaba más de que ellos hacían salsa merengue y en bogotá pues es más me imagino que más bootey, uh-huh. Entonces es como yeah. más oscuro, las botas, el charco, la ciudad, el, yep. como el el tráfico. Entonces es diferente la música y las temáticas. And the
5: last thing, just wanted to know with the of English. Si se atreve no Coño, si se atreve oh.
7: yo, 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 yo casi no voto estilo libre Yo me he dado cuenta que en los Estados Unidos Dicen mucho que estilo libre Pero siempre sé que ya salen con algo escrito Entonces, si sí, es la verdad Si ¿Sí me entiendes, yo te he visto Ustedes dicen que estilo libre pero ya lo tienen escrito No?
9: They,
5: they see, the he's saying that in the U, he, he's asking for a freestyle, and he's like, I noticed that here in the U.S., you guys ask for freestyle, but they're all spitting written. <laughs>
9: Bang.
7: Sí, so y- no, he's not going to do a freestyle. No, <laughs> oh, no, he's going
5: to spit. He's
7: going to spit. his 16 written. Bro, yo aprendí algo, que yo vengo de un barro donde hay mucha gente que de verdad hace freestyle, lo que le dice a usted el cordón del zapato, lo digo, su novia, todo. Entonces, como que vi que esas personas que hacen freestyle, como que se quedaron haciendo eso y nunca hicieron money con la música, porque pues se les lo dice, ¿no? Estilo libre, estilo gratis. Cuando a mí la gente me dice que yo le digo, yo preferiría hacer como de la, de la de la música un business, ¿sí me entiendes? Y una canción, entonces soy más liricista que, 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 que hacer un freestyle, ¿sí me entiendes? Hago más líricas y con las líricas pues hago canciones y trato de hacer lo que hago canciones mías han logrado 40 millones de vistas eh, eh, no sé, no, eh, acabé de sacar una canción hace mes y medio que es solo Cypher y, y, y ya va a cumplir un millón de vistas en un nuevo canal que saqué que se llama Crago Music entonces como que hice una cosa orgánica, yo nunca he pasado la tarjeta para decir quiero promocionar esta publicación, esta canción entonces Más que hacer un freestyle o lo que sea, así como que el rap lo tomé como eso, como mi estilo de vida y como mi manera de comer y de de vivir, eso es lo que me lleva, eso es lo que me va llevando. por you want to explain that Lorenzo or no?
2: So,
0: no. <laughs> you
2: have to do
8: freestyle bro.
5: So yeah, you're not getting a freestyle. Style. He's saying freestylers, right. they don't get no money, they they free. We're gonna take a couple more, I saw one in the back right there, put your hand up. lady. Yeah. Hey Destiny,
9: my question's for EFN uh being a woman in the hip-hop industry and in our culture i've noticed that um indeed you have featured a lot of graffiti artists and a lot of singers and a lot of rappers like danai and the vietnamese chick i freaking love her um but my point is is this there is um hip-hop is predominantly run by by males and there's very few women that that follow in your footsteps i guess or are able to create their own names because it's such a taboo for us latins because you're immediately considered either ratchet or indecent or whatever the case might be myself as an artist what can i do to encourage other women to share their art without being ashamed of that whole you know that 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 latin mentality of oh or that afro latin mentality Mm -hmm. to be exact of oh you know that's not cool or you know, maybe you should go be a paralegal or a doctor or some bullshit like that, with no offense, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> what, but what can I do to encourage my father, my, my sister, going back to, your, your name is Noel? Yeah. that's crazy because I was going to ask that, that question at that, at that time. You hit it right on the head. Like, why, what can I do for my sisters to encourage them to join the movement and not be afraid? And to be encouraged to, to, to speak what they feel. And at the end of the day, it's, it's an art form. Right. And I mean, as a
5: dude, I don't know that I'm the guy to answer that because I just think that you are the person to answer that because you should just be you unapologetically just like how the men are. And just keep doing what you do. You know, like one of the things that I loved about Denai and and and, and, the, and, and the, 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 the female MCs we met in Peru and, and Savoy in Vietnam is that they were just themselves, they were just unapologetic, they, did, they didn't, it wasn't, a, they weren't looking to, to anybody for anything, they were just doing what they do. Yeah, and, and you do that, you know what I'm saying, just keep doing that, and you be that example. I can't be that example to a young female, you have to be that example to a young female. Thank you. And, I don't know, uh, in Colombia, I wanted to say also, like, hip-hop,
6: I guess, is kind of a weapon, and then here is a lot about the industry. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: So, it is the weapon, that's why the nice part it, is but well, you know, because you're not afraid to use the weapon as a weapon or some shit, <laughs> But I think also to add to that is women. Um, we need
3: men to step up and be supportive
9: of us in yes. our yeah, <laughs>
5: <laughs> he stepped up. He stepped up. Thank you. Well, I mean, as far as as far as what we're doing in our films, again, when we meet these these, these artists, it's to me, it's not a female artist or a male artist. Yes. It's a dope artist. Um. If they're whack, they're whack. If they're dope, they're dope. <laughs> to me, it's not fair to the female. If I'm gonna empower her because she's whack and she's a female, you know, it's because she's dope. So that's to me, that's all it is. You know, if I come across a dope artist. That's, first and foremost, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I can to help them out. And that's what I did with Denai. That's what I did with La Prince in, uh, in, in Peru and Savoy. And, and that's, that's all I can continue to do. That's our part to do. But I still think that women need to understand that they have the, the, the power to do it themselves. They just have to be unapologetic just how, like, the males do it. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just, just do what you do and trust me that it's going to keep working. I mean, yes, my, it's probably going to be tougher for you. No doubt about it but just you just got to you know just do pave your own, own lane just like all of us have to do you know the, our lane is, is sometimes is not an easy lane but i've seen these these women that i've met they've inspired me you know and and i and they've totally like i come back and i'm like wow if they if they can do it with all the trials and tribulations that they have to do in their country alone never mind the gender mm-hmm. that's on top of that then then you know there's no you know there's, there's no excuse for myself the, I mean, he'll speak to it, but from what I've noticed, they have a, a a big
7: European following that they've been able to tap into to make a living. But he could speak to that better. Pues, el sábado me presento en Los Ángeles y es algo así independiente. es independiente. Es más, sí, es más como que vamos llevando la música por donde la música nos va llevando. Yo considero que lo que es viral va a ser viral. ¿Sí me entiende? No hay que tratar de forzarlo ni nada. Entonces cuando nosotros hacemos giras obviamente por donde yo paso me doy cuenta y ahí es donde saco el resumen del pues, de trap y la nueva música de ahora porque yo vengo como de... de yo, yo tengo un canal que tiene 450 suscriptores en, en, en youtube ¿no? y un artista que acabo de salir de mi país tenía como 100, 100 suscriptores y de un momento a otro ahora tiene 750 mil suscriptores ¿sí? O sea, nos pasó sí. como gente, porque ahorita es eso, es como más niños, ¿no? Como que más niños escuchando esas músicas y eso. Entonces, los conciertos, pues obviamente me imagino que es como Justin Bieber y eso, que son los que más llenan conciertos, porque están llenos de niños, ¿no? Pero realmente la música ¿a quién va dirigida y a quién, a quién se le está haciendo la música para que la música llegue. Entonces si ¿sí se puede vivir del underground, yo vivo del underground, la verdad yo no hago nada más, yo hago, pues tengo una marca de ropa y me sostengo con, con, pues, con el merchandising y con la música y los conciertos, pero me imagino que es cuando usted ya cree que usted lo puede hacer, porque mucha gente le da como miedo a dar ese primer paso, no entonces por eso no se atreven de pronto a, a comprar un boleto de avión o pues para ir a hacer un concierto a otro lugar, porque... If I can speak a little to what he's saying. We've been yeah. homies for a long time,
6: uh, collaborating through hip-hop and whatnot. And uh, he he used to put his records together, like tape them up and everything. And from that, he went to Ecuador once and did a tour there, nobody showed up. Went to Ecuador two times, a little bit bigger. Three times now, you got a whole following. So he built that. He, you know, like what you're asking, he he built it in the country. He, yeah, he built it, and now he's got a little bit of a following here. People coming to the concert, and you know, is the third time you
7: come out here. For example, este man ya venía a los Estados Unidos, y yo de los Estados Unidos yo lo veía lejos porque cuando uno es de barrio venir para los Estados Unidos, pues es duro, no, el pasaporte, el pasado judicial, cuánta plata tiene, cuánta plata va a gastar, no sé qué. Y él me habló de MySpace. In that época Myspace. And we did Myspace, and many people started to write, muy buena good música I Charlie's big on Myspace. I
6: mean, I told him, I lived in the house. I told to him, yo, you need to have a Myspace. That's the internet. Yo, you need a Myspace. This shit is kind of the new shit that people no, don't even know, en even know about.
7: are in the corner, in the corner, no, no, no internet. No and then
6: from there, the following began. And then a YouTube. And then the YouTube is now money. But but it you know but it's, it's what he's saying it's organic and it's natural from the beginning, and he's one of the first people that have built it in Colombia. Now a lot of people have an industry a little bit you no know? like a lot of people can do that now, and I'm sure like a lot of people did it on their own. I was just near to this story and I seen it from the first tour the the you know the concerts with no people. Ten years later, everybody
7: walking on the street singing the song. Everybody. Ah, <laughs> es que sembrar, ah, es que es lo que nosotros hicimos fue el posa voz con la gente, no? Krab family, check it out my music in YouTube right now. <laughs> eh, you, you got internet, you got your phone. Yeah, okay, <laughs> man. YouTube.com/slash <laughs> Colombian Families. <laughs> my name is Yeah, in Germany, in Holland, in Norway, in Brazil, Mexico, in all out. Yo, check out my music. But you gotta plant the, the seed and they
6: grow. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Then, that's I, but see but then here the the plant got the seed got planted by other people in the like a long time ago so now people here live too much in the industry and not so much in the planting the seed which goes back to the to the other.
8: Gotcha. Well, look, I'm, I'm sorry we got to actually wrap up the, the school of sounds to wrap up right now, but I do want you guys uh, to let, let everybody know how they can support the film, uh, when it's coming out, if you have a specific date as of right now, and then obviously everything to follow up yeah,
5: No dates. We're, we're still doing screenings and, and tweaking the film, but just follow us on crazyhood.com, at crazyhood, or at DJEFN on Twitter, at who's crazy, crazy on IG, um, and if you guys want to give their social, they can give
2: Yeah, y'all can Make follow cool. I want to follow all of y'all. But I don't know none of your IG, so follow me at Dream Chance Sports. Why would you say or Dream Big <laughs> Hip Dream Big Hip Hop. And I wanna say thank you to uh, Los Angeles Film School for yeah, that beautiful. Thank, MP- you. Yeah, thank you, Chuck, man.
5: Thank I you.
1: You. thank you. Thank
4: you.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're well, now tuned into the wake the flock of network.